Once a week, we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, the Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I am your host, Tyler, the Doug Heffernan of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the Hacky Sack Tournament celebrity judge of this podcast. You dirty son. Uh, my name is Kevin. You're, I'm your also host, Kevin. The... Now, I've known Jordan for a long time, and I can say he is not a crook. Oh, there it is. There's that. Uh, what even is the that? The factory worker of this podcast. It's a cruise ship. Really? Yeah, because we're right next to the pier. We're uh, like Pierce the, Morgan. Yeah, we're right next to Pierce Morgan. Pierce uh, and he he brings in all the cruise ships. He you know ushers them in. Uh, no, it's that's where like the Carnival Cruise Lines come in and stuff. I li- there's always a bunch of German tourists that walk on our streets. The Germans. I lived here. For like a month when I moved to the city. Yeah. I never heard that once. What time of the year was it? And none of the, none of the times I've visited you. What time of the year was it? It was... The June? middle of summer, which yeah, is it when June. it's hot and you don't want to be in New York City. Yeah. This is fall now there, Tyler. Or a cruise. You don't so want wait, to be people are taking cruises summer. to New York City or are they taking news- cruises from New York City? Both. Okay. Do you remember the Titanic? Uh, no. I remember Do you the remember Titans? the Titans? <laughs> Still got it. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember how they took a cruise to New York City yeah. when they won the big game? Yeah, yeah. And they rode on top of it. Yeah, it on like top a, of New York City. Yeah. Well, guys, up. this is our triumphant return. Yeah, we are like, back, back to renew Chilean our sea promise bass. that we will never. never. I swear this to you, we will never release more than one episode a week. That's true. <laughs> uh, say that every episode. See, Once thing, a week, never the more. The thing was, back in May, Tyler and I decided that Kevin could well, it's wait. it's gonna be May. Tyler and I decided Kevin could wait back in May. And then, you know, we kind of forgot about it. Uh, and then Forgot about me. You forgot, forgot about right. Kevin. Well, forgot about Well, Jay. and then Kevin James's Kevin Can Wait uh, came on the air. And then we were like, huh, that sounds familiar. And then we were like, the podcast! Right. Well, do you we, didn't realize... Do we know his last name in Kevin Can Wait? Because Wikipedia is just crediting him as Kevin. It's Canway. Oh yeah, Kevin Canway. It's the, the title is his just his name. Kevin Canway. You're, yeah, you're you're putting the stress on the wrong syllable. It's pronounced Kevin Canway. Now, who is who is your person? You My person that worker? was stolen by Jordan was originally what was it? Hacky sack celebrity judge or whatever. Yeah, but Hack Sackerman. Then, like a professional, I pivoted with no hesitation. To factory worker who he was in Fifty First States, which I never saw. First I thought he was fireman in Fifty First States. He was. He was fireman in Fifty First States, Kevin. No, he was factory worker. I don't believe so. Uh, So Kevin's using some type of IMDb. Yeah, I'm using. I'm using some sort of database that tells me about internet. Maybe it was just a really confusing scene where they're like, oh. Might be a fireman. Could be either. Well, I guess we're going to just have to watch 51st Dates to get (laughs) to the bottom of this. You know what we absolutely won't do is that. You really should have gone with Mangiafuoco. Who's Mangiafuoco? Who's Celebrity Hacky Sack guy from? Uh, You Don't Mess With a Zohan. What is that? That's that that's the movie? movie. No, that's the movie where Adam Sandler plays a Israeli secret agent. No, who's a hairdresser? Yes, <laughs> a former Israeli secret agent who fakes his own death so he can become a hairdresser. I'm gonna say there's about looking at this list. It's about a fifty-fifty split between, uh, between Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler movies, movies. <laughs> and and just, just like others, fat shaming garbage. Yeah, well. Mm. Yeah. See, it's funny because his belly rolls a lot. Now, like I'm, jiggles. See, he's it's funny because he's a mall cop. Uh, that I'm, he couldn't actually be a real cop because he's too fat. Uh, I'm gonna drop some hot Kevin James trivia on you. Okay. Uh, so Doug Heffernan, we all know, is the king of queens. Right. All right. He was until I deposed him of his. I was gonna say, Tyler, did you swear leeches? Well, in two, 2007, no, he, queens. he left Queens. <laughs> so the position, the throne was vacant. Yeah. Until I went. Tyler. So now I just drive a little UPS truck around. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that's what... 
That's what you've been doing. Yeah, uh, I hang out with Lou Ferrigno and Patton Oswalt. Um, was Lou Ferrigno on that show? Yeah, he was. The Incredible Hulk? Yeah, he was a regular character, and he played Lou Ferrigno on that show. I thought he played the Incredible Hulk on that show. No, they talked to him about, like, what was it like playing the Hulk? Wait, are you serious? Yeah, he's literally just Lou Ferrigno. He's oh, their, wow. He's their neighbor, Lou Ferrigno. Um, <laughs> Did but, not know this. So Doug Heffernan... Uh, had a guest appearance on Everybody Loves Raymond uh, over the, the course universe. of 1998, 1999. But, but, two years before, Kevin James played Kevin Daniels on Everybody Loves Raymond. Whoa. So he had a character that was in multiple episodes of the show. So it just Kevin means he had a James doppelganger. existed in multiple like season, instances in the Season one and season two. Uh, Kevin is one of Ray's friends and co-workers. He does play-by-play for the New York Mets. And he, also, Kevin Daniels appeared on the show Sports Call with Roy Firestone. Although, that Sports Call might be a fictional show, not an actual show. Are we, yeah, no, that was Ray Romano's job. Yeah. Are we led to believe that Kevin James is some sort of a dimension walker? He's a slider? Well, I don't know if, like, Kevin Daniels maybe, like, went into witness protection well, and, and reemerged as Doug Heffernan. Because <laughs> you think it's got to be weird, like, the first scene. For the people who followed that show, when he comes back, like, a couple seasons later, it's like, this is, this is the same guy. Because Kevin James has looked exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, because we all know Ray, uh, everybody loves Raymond everybody fans. Everybody loves Raymond. Are really into the the they, trivia and the details. They love Raymond. They don't just like Raymond. They're they're <laughs> they even more hardcore Raymond. than Star Wars fans. Yeah, that's right. The Raymond canon is very jealous. Uh, remember Raymond. when there are all those people upset about spoilers? <laughs> Everybody loves Raymond. That's right. It's like, his parents finally died. <laughs> they just died. Well, also like. It's actually a huge spoiler that he's angry at Deborah. Yeah. Like, that he gets angry at her. Yeah, I mean... Or that uh, his brother is jealous of him. Yeah. Right. Deborah! That was good, yeah. That was good. What was his name? Ronald? Uh, Robert? Ronald Ronald McDonald. I don't know. Ronald McDonald. So, anyway, thank you for everyone's patience. Uh, It was just... It was a busy summer. Kevin went on some vacay with his lovely wife. Uh... My anniversary, baby. I have been juggling books and freelance and Working stuff. family. Working and family. I was busy having a wet, hot American summer. Yeah, Jordan was just doing some wet stunts. I was doing stunts. Some of them were wet. Yes. Well, you gotta admit that. I really enjoyed when you did that water ski pyramid thing for like... Yeah, a one-man water ski pyramid. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? No, I no. no I had a pyramid brave. of water skis lifted off your head. I built. You're just standing. On I the was beach. water skiing, and I built very much like a house of cards, a pyramid of water skis. You built Kevin Spacey on water. That's skis. the other thing I want to say. I, I, I haven't seen you for a while. We haven't hung out much this summer, but you are built. Yeah, you have you're built. Totally yes. jacked. Uh, you're a huge jacked man. I'm you're a huge, huge jacked. I am man. a huge jacked man. <laughs> It just sounds like you're a stolen man. I'm a huge man who got jacked. Yeah, uh, I'd love to get back to my family, but I've been jacked. What's oh wait, jacked you became a uh, you became an adult. You're you are a child, but you became an adult. You've been jacked. Was man. that the name of the kid in Big? I thought his name was no. Big. No, Jack Skellington. Well, no, Jack was the Robin Williams kid grow up to to be man. Oh, movie. I remember yeah. that. That was the movie that taught me that you could light your farts on fire. See and. <laughs> That's the reason why Hugh Jackman was perfect as Jean Valjean, because he's, he Hugh was a Jackman. huge man Thank who you. jacked bread. Oh, yeah, that's true. It's all in the name, guys. It's all in the name. Uh, so I think we've justified ourselves enough, but thank you for the folks who... Um, uh, and I didn't tell you guys they did this, uh, but there have been some folks who checked in to see if we were okay Aww. and, you know, said they missed us and stuff, Aww. so we, we really appreciate that. Uh, That's very sweet. I did not sweet. respond to any of your yeah. messages. To be wow. fair, well, we I actually... I to get around to it. I think we got together to record, like, twice, and our internet yeah, had problems internet's both been times, crappy. so... Well, the thing is, I hey, have... Time Warner. I'm back... I'm also back up to three room, roommates again. Yeah. And so it's, it's a big difference of, and, like... And and three folks streaming in the house at the same time. And a gender ambiguous cat. Well, yeah, this. Oh, Chris the cat has Chris some gender dysmorphia. 
No, everyone around Grizz the Cat has gender dysmorphia. I've been team Grizz is a boy the whole time. That's its owner. Because Grizz has testicles? Yeah. Is that why you've been on the team? I'm team yeah. Grizz can be whatever he or she or it or hey, what Jen. other other pronouns. Pronouns are just pronouns, man. You know, as Jen has told us many times, uh, sex is between your legs. Gender is between your ears. And it's Jen really. is between my arms as I embrace her. Oh. Hey, you know what? Um... Uh, I had a funny joke earlier when we were walking on the sidewalk. Ooh. Jen said that she ordered a gin and tonic, and I said, more like a gin and tonic. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Really good. That's good. And it seemed like she didn't hear me say it, so I, I said it again. What? Well, <laughs> yeah. But she did hear you say it, and she was like, it was not I funny don't think she... Said. No, I just I don't think she got the joke. Yeah. I had to explain that her name is Jen. No, because a lot of times on a first telling of a joke, Jen will not laugh, so you have to do it like three or four more times. And then yeah. you have to be like, it's a joke. Look, Look it, it up. Who was it who said that? Uh, it was, was that George, George Hampy. No, it was George Hampy impersonating Jesse Ackman. <laughs> All right, that's that's a good. So all you Grovers are still yeah, here. You, that's for you. Uh, so as far as the podcast, we're planning on still recording episodes. It's just kind of more of a, as we have time basis. Uh, so right now, this is kind of a little thank you reward for all you people who for all still our, have us subscribe. For all you people who kickstarted into our yeah, campaign, for everyone who kickstarted, we're sending you the t-shirt soon. We're gonna make the Kevin plushies. That's Kevin James. That is. Um, <laughs> They're going to be unlicensed. Yeah. Please do not inform Well, let's be honest, guys. Nobody, you can wait, wink, for those. Nobody no. tag Kevin James on this podcast yeah. post. Everybody be cool. Who's the American Pie guy? That's my favorite oh, click hole thing that they've done for uh, a while. Jason Bateman. Yeah, it's like Big they just had... Jason Boom. Click hole just Boom. had a video Is of... Is it Jason Biggs? Yeah, it's Jason, Jason Bateman. Uh, it, they're like, we're going to pour chili on this photo of him. Nobody tag him. It would... It would break his heart. Wait, what? <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it periodically pops back up in my feed like every month. Oh, that's hilarious. still liking it and still tagging it. I on. love everything about ClickHole. Uh, so without further ado, let's uh, see if we remember how to do this. I mean, it seems like we're on track. I so sure know. Yeah. Here's Doing the thing. Well. We weren't good at it to begin with, so we can't be bad at it. Yeah, now. good point. Well, nobody's challenged our authority yet, so we have to keep going. That's yeah. true. Uh, so this one comes to us from, uh, Mike from the comments. Uh, thank you so much, Mike, who wants to know, would you rather be a great cook or be a great bartender? Go. Would you rather be a great cook or be a great bartender? I think they already argued this one. No, this was on one of the ones. The this Forever is, Lost episode. This is part it's of one right. of Mario's Lost Levels. I, I forgot like, all our arguments yeah, for this. Yeah, so exactly. I, thought I was going to throw away some of these questions because we've like we kind of discussed them earlier. Yeah, I don't remember anything I that we said. I don't remember anything that we came up with. So, Kevin, you, you are a fan of making cocktails and making your wife cook for you. <laughs> it's not making... All right. I feel like that's, it's more kind of a, like each one plays to their strengths. Right. Because here's the thing. I've never had Kevin chef for me. I feel like when you were living in the Fratican, we always ate out. Yes. There also wasn't room in that kitchen to make anything. Well, also... As opposed to this really spacious kitchen you have now. It's a luxurious kitchen. Well, it's more of a multi-purpose room, I'd say. It's a kitchen, living... room. Yeah. Rumpus. (laughs) (laughs) Who... By the way, America, or Western culture, or whatever, who came up with that name? I think it was the literary website, you Rumpus. Should, you should, it was the the Germanic uh, Christmas Punisher. Yes, yeah, the, Krampus the Krampus room. The Krampus room. It's where you can be spanked by a Germanic goblin. That is, I am really, uh, this winter, guys, we gotta do the Krampus room. We gotta escape the Krampus room together. <laughs> Why is there not an escape the room called escape the Krampus room? And if you lose, you just get whipped by the Krampus with a switch. There's gotta be, like, there's so many Halloween-themed escape the rooms. Yeah. There's gotta be. Gotta be a Christmas one. Ooh, what about a Valentine's Day one? Ooh. What's maybe like, hey, it's kind of like a love hotel, only you have to figure out how to escape. Or 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 what, though? Or else they charge you for another hour. And, wait, are they what? Oh, they charge you. For- yeah, one of those hotels that like you pay by the hour. But that's not that. The stakes are not that high. No, it's fine. I'm starting one. Uh, so 
here's my problem. Um, I think being a great bartender, if we're if you're not a pro, uh, that requires you to be the one buying alcohol, right? Like, because what's the point of being a good bartender if you don't have a well-stocked bar? That's, yeah. It's a big upfront investment. Unless you do one of those parties where you're like, everybody bring uh, liquor. Yeah, but then, then there's everybody, the one guy, like, then there's drinks, the one guy who know, brings triple sec. Yeah, or brings, like, like a really crappy, like, fireball whiskey. And he's like, hey, this goes in cocktails, right? Like, good, you found the one thing that can't go with anything. Right, or the like, guy who brought uzu. <laughs> Now, yeah, who just brings, like, a really obscure... Uh, this is a Peruvian liqueur. Now, I'm curious about you guys' experience with this, and I think I may have asked it before, but I've forgotten. Um, I have never been good at mixing drinks just because I feel like I missed that window to learn how to mix drinks because I was so cool and I had my first beer at 21 with my parents. Like, Grove City being a dry campus, I dry never... city. Yeah, I never really, you know... I think the only mixed drink I ever got at a bar was um, a whiskey sour because somebody bought one for me, and uh, white Russian because I had seen the Big Lebowski, and it was, <laughs> oh. it was like, if it's good enough for Jeff Bridges, it's good enough for me. I mean, that's you mean, just your opinion, man. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but like, even once I moved to Pittsburgh, if I visited uh, like my board game friends, the Wet Wednesday crowd, uh, it would always be they would like say, "What drink do you want?" And I'd be like. Just make me something. You know, sometimes I'll be like, you know, I want a drink drink or I want a dessert drink. But I've never known anything about bartending. And I feel like I've gotten by pretty fine, you know, just drinking whatever is put in front of me. Whereas there are definitely times in my life where I'm like, I wish I were a better cook. I wish it was something other than, like, spaghetti every other day. (laughs) See, I mean, the thing about, like, uh, bartending, so to speak, is that... You just work with what you got, and you make something. And it's still, even if it tastes awful, because a lot of alcohols already taste still awful, mess you up. it's still going to get you drunk. So at the end of the day... You can make the same argument for most food, though. Like, it's still gonna, you're still going to have the calories. Yeah, hold on, though. There's some, like, garbage foods that will, like, legitimately make your stomach they, they feel awful. They will mess you up. Oh, you mean, yeah. like, if you eat feces? Yeah. See, if you're a bad chef, fun. you'll use feces in your cooking. Yeah. The one good line from the uh, Willy Wonka remake was when uh, Willy Wonka, played by... Jonathan Depp. Jonathan Depp uh, said, <laughs> It's edible. Everything in this room is edible. Even I'm edible. But that's cannibalism. And that's frowned upon in some cultures. I, I think... Um... The thing that I have enjoyed about, like, getting to know... Mixing drinks? A little bit about mixing drinks. Makes you feel superior to other people? Yes! Well, and I think that's true of either. Um, See, but it's not not a difficult thing. I mean, they make apps for it now that you can input, okay, I have these mixers and these alcohols on hand, and it will spit out cocktail recipes that you can make. But here's the other thing. I, I feel like with cocktails, there's more mystique around it. Like. Yeah. I recently just found that out... That is my favorite romance novel publishing company, by the way. Cocktails. Oh, I think... <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be Cocktail Mystique. I thought so, too. Oh, yeah, that would have been good. And then I was going to shorten it to Cock Mystique. Oh, yeah. Cock-teak. <laughs> Cock-teakle. Um, no, I, so, like, I just recently discovered uh, some cocktails that you can use an egg white in. Yeah, I was just about to ask. And Sounds it f- gross. foams it up. Yeah. It makes it real foamy and delicious. There's a lot. Actually, lots of old school cocktails need egg whites. And they're, and it's amazing. And it makes it frothy and delicious. And like, if, if you just put one of those cocktails in front of me, I would be like, you must have studied for years and like kidnapped Harry Potter to figure out how to make this cocktail. And now that I know how to do he's it. he's an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he actually is a real problem. Yeah, we need to talk so, to him. Um, that's what the play's all about. So actually, Harry, if you're listening, this is an intervention. Uh, what, Equus? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the Harry Potter play. There's a Harry Potter play? Yeah, yeah. Cursed Child, man. It came out while we were on hiatus. Really? Yeah, it's a fan fiction that they turned into a play. Oh, yeah. well, that's not But the fan fiction was written by, um, I almost said J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, by, what's her name? Wait, who was um, J.K. Rowling? Jonathan. Almost said. Redard Rowling. 
Who, um, it's not the, the my, my goth Harry Potter Maya fantasy. Angela? Yeah, it's not my, did my Angela write the Harry yeah. Potter fantasy? Yeah. My, my Antonia. Um, here's the thing though, if you are trying to impress people with your skills, mm-hmm. I feel like cooking a meal for people takes a long time and you kind of yes. have to gather everyone together. It's a whole to do mm-hmm. to throw a dinner party, but you can just like, if you have liquor on you, it's just like zip zop zoobity bop. Yeah. Or if you're at someone else's house, like you can't go into their kitchen and be like, let me make you a souffle. But guys. You can just be like, oh, hey, I know this drink. Yeah. Guys, which one of these is going to be the skills that pay the bills? That's a good. Do you think you make a great bartending, bartender who gets like really good tips yes. makes more money? Yes. Or like that premium chef? No, yeah. A thousand times more the bartender. Because chefs don't get tips. Yeah, and bartenders don't get TV shows. Yeah, but chefs make $100 plates. Do you know how much of that goes to the chef, though? I don't know. Well, if you're For every those, $100 entree. The world's most expensive hot dog, which I think they have in Pittsburgh, that has gold flakes on it. What? Yeah. Um, you just, like, pocket some of those gold flakes. Well, here's the thing. Um... Every for every hundred dollar entree, and this is true, you can look it up nowhere. Um, every hundred dollar entree, thirty two cents of it goes to the chef. Did you just make that up? Hey, you can look it up nowhere. Yeah, because I just made it up. That was that was fast. I Thank don't think you. I've ever. Thank you. I've ever seen you do that. Uh, well, it, I, sometimes I'll surprise you. Hey, give me a summer off. I'll surprise you. Uh, that's true. Life's, Kevin's been working on. I'm <laughs> full of surprises. Here, I have. I have uh, a notebook full of jokes that I've been waiting to get out. I Um, wouldn't say that's a joke. (laughs) Say it's more of a diversionary tactic. Well, no, no. Right here it says use diversionary tactics. Oh, yeah. That's that's a a joke. Um, The other one is, what's the deal with Ed Koch? Am I late on that? Is he still the mayor? Is he still alive? Boy, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I do not think so. Which do you think you can get better pre-prepared? Like, you can... I feel like oh, food, no doubt about it. No, you, you can't get pre-prepared cocktails. Well, not like cocktails, but like if you're more of a beer drinker or wine drinker, uh-huh. I think it's a lot more affordable to get like the good beer and then make yourself like quality eats than tr- try and buy quality eats. But here's the thing. I, here's what I will say for cooking over bartending is like if you wouldn't recommend it, the drippings are gonna get all over. <laughs> If you're a cook that just, like, makes pretty simple, like, stuff, like diner food or whatever, like, I still think, hey, great. If you can make good diner food, fantastic. If you're a bartender who's just, like, pulling pulling taps, you know, uh, that's not that, it's not that skillful. I, you didn't do a great thing. What if you're really hot like me, though, and you get lots of tips? That's true. Like, frosted tips? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my, that's how I hook them. Oh. <laughs> they see me across the room. You're like, is that chill miser? But you know what I mean? Like, if, if you're at a bar that just serves, like, beer or whatever, even if it's, like, a craft brew place, ask them for their most complicated cocktail. Yeah, can I have your most complicated beer to pull the tab, the tap on? Do you guys, like, ever feel like, man, I just ordered a beer. Is that really worth tipping for? Because all they had to do was pop the top on that beer. I, now, at cocktails, I can understand right. tipping, because they actually take work to make. But opening a beer, you know, I mean, on the flip side is they're not paid minimum wage, but yeah. they should be. But should be. Like, Here's the thing. I mean, what if somebody does a really good pour of a beer, like I appreciate it. If that's it's like, true. Yeah, this is more stout. Than I mean, at, at this point, the only reason I'm tipping beers is because I'm, I know they're not getting paid. This you know, is a real funny podcast. You know what I'll do, though? What I'll do, like, to avoid having to pay the tip, I will order something. And oh, Kevin's get, hot tips. And I will get behind the bar and Kevin's, just say, like, hey, can I have uh, a hoe garden? And then I'll just, like, hey, I'm going to jump back there. Kevin's and then hot I'll pull tip the tips. Myself. Um, so, yeah. I would say... Yeah, because it's like you tip for delivery, but you don't tip for pickup. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. So I'll if I pull it myself, I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to tip. So, or flip side, don't order the beer and give just the tip. Just the tip. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it sounds good. Yeah. Uh, so we need to vote on this. Uh, Jordan, which do you think you're going with? Great cook or great bartender? Uh, I'll go with great cook because I have no cooking skills. Okay. Kevin. I'm going to go with great book. The question was great cook or great book, right? Yeah. Read the Bible. (laughs) 
The good next no, wish. Oh, that's the that's good, good book. book. Great book is the oh, Satanic Bible. <laughs> they they took they this is the Bible but more extreme. Kind of Bible 2.0. The extreme teen Bible. Yeah. It took all this stuff in the Bible and was like, well, I don't know, all this meekness and forgiveness is kind of lame. Where's the car chases? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I am going to go with Great Bartender because you get to wear a suit. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, and I'm going to like go with a Great Bartender. You know bar- they fired him. I know. Uh, I'm going to go with Great Bartender uh, because I think The Simpsons just needs to be put out of its misery at this point. Uh, so thank you Stupid. so I much. It. I liked it. That was very good. No, I forgot your question, how? Mike. And next time you have to choose. Uh, I forgot how this podcast always goes. Next time you have to choose, I guess, go with Great Cook because I think that was the only real vote. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, our next question comes to us um, from Miguel, el uh, commentator, uh, who wants to know, uh, spam uh, new, slam new, versus new a ham scam. Go. Spam slam versus? Spam slam okay. versus a ham scam. So this is like if you're, this is like someone who said, I will only serve you spam. Or like you go to a restaurant and they're like, all we have is spam. Actually, I have attended spam uh, slams before. I thought what both of these were skateboard tricks. Yeah, the spam slam? You couldn't do and that the ham scam. Hawk? And the ham scam? <laughs> the ham scam's a grind, I believe. Yeah, the ham and the, scam the spam is slam past a deli. The spam slam is when you're up in the air and you throw the skateboard down on the ground and you just crunch it when you land on it. Well, no, can't you can't you transition from a from a spam slam into Christ air? Or no, you Christ air to spam slam. Yeah, they call that uh, a kosher. A kosher <laughs> they, call, they call no, they call they call that messianic Judy. A messianic Jew. Jew. All right, yeah. yeah. Messianic Jew. You can't say Jew. Yeah, you Not can. anymore. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Judaica. <laughs> they've they've transcended. Yeah. <laughs> to a higher being. Didn't you hear um, the rapture? So, I don't know if I've talked to you guys about Kip Crumrine, father of the podcast, uh, love of Sam. Yes. Oh, I thought Grand, you were Grandfather just, of the year. Grandfather of the year, Kip Crumrine. For every um, year. Yeah, no, Cody Crumrine, in the, it, over the course of our break, has retaken, get out of here, G-Unit Lawton, has retaken father of the year with the birth of uh, Whitaker Thomas Crumrine. Should have been named a B-name to complete the Charmander, the, the Charmander Squirtle, Squirtle Bulbasaur cycle. Yeah, it would have been great. Uh, so... Oh, you mean you mean they didn't base their kids' names off of, of a children's I, video game? Hey, you know, there's still room for me. <laughs> By that I mean I'm asking them to adopt, formally adopt me. Oh, that's so... Uh, so That's so nice of them. Uh, Kip Crumrine uh, really unironically loves Spam. Okay. Uh, that doesn't he, surprise me. He will cook Spam, like on any camping trips, he will cook Spam. Uh, he has a Spam recipe book. He has a Spam recipe calendar. Uh, a lot of different things, uh, and so he will try different spam recipes, and he will encourage kids in the youth group that he runs, you know, to try spam. He's like, oh, "It's pretty good if you make it right." But a year is it li- though? It's all right. It's like a hot dog if you is, fry it. Is up. Kip a secret Hawaiian? Yes, he's a secret Hawaiian. <laughs> he is Tito. Kip Carmine is actually Tito from Rocket Power. Yeah, he got sand in the potato salad. Uh, so they... is that a quote from Rocket Power? Yeah. It's the best quote. That is the most obscure poll. <laughs> no, there's this one episode where, like, they had a picnic on the beach. Yeah. And, like, they're talking about, like, how everything's ruined, and one character just keeps saying, they got sand in the potatoes. <laughs> is it yeah, Tito, it, though? It, no, it was it, Tito at one point. No. It's mostly the little white kid. It was a cameo they're by Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, Jerry really? Seinfeld. <laughs> there's sand in my potato salad. Seriously, though, guys. What's the deal? Hey, if we can get real for a second, <laughs> what is the deal with um, they don't serve it anymore. Yeah, yeah. You have to be going like transcontinental. Hey, airline food can't melt steel beams. That is, um, that's true. So, but a yearly a occurrence uh, in the Ligonier Valley Youth Group is the spam carving contest, Ooh. where they do a pumpkin carving contest. Except you get a block of spam from the tin and you have to carve it and people have made some real like somebody i swear carved mount rushmore out of spam somebody made like a little computer and keyboard with spam you can use as many toothpicks as you want but you just you can't use more than one tin of spam wow it's pretty impressive i don't know so that is a spam slam because there's prizes for the winners right no a spam slam is where you like it's poetry. Is it like oh? Now Kip Kip likes spam. to slam back the spam though. 
I think it's actually like a drive-by where they just throw spam, <laughs> which is someone who's had cased meat drive-by thrown at them before. Wait, what? I you... told you this. Yeah. About the date I went on where a car drove past yes. and threw a hot dog at my head. That's right. Yeah. Wait, I'm there is such a thing Tyler, as Tyler, by the way, you have the greatest date stories. Oh, do I ever. Uh, so, but a ham scam. Oh, so someone's on. promise. Oh no! That's Google really says bad. there's a spam scam slam. Oh what? Uh, this is from. Uh, well, Jordan figures out what that is. I, I, here's here's ham scam. You think you're eating kosher meat? This is a. Turns out oh, yeah. ham this is a job. Wait, just like in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah yeah. yeah. Like, you get to the creamy the center. Ham. And there's ham in there. Hold on, hold on. Spam Scam Slam is a (laughs) Java-based web game hosted by the Federal Trade Commission. (laughs) Because, of course, Because this is our tax dollars at work making games. It says, three rounds, three strikes, make it through this game and it's clear. You're on to Spam Scams and not likely to get slammed by the next one. Oh, wait, what is... Why is the FTC... Oh, no, of course. So a spam slam is like a bunch of disreputable email marketers get together. And they throw down on some quality spam mail. I forgot the spam was a thing. Yeah. I Um, believe spam slam is also a tennis tournament of some kind. Maybe in Florida or uh, Hawaii. 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 I feel like if you hit a chunk of spam with a tennis racket, though, (laughs) it's it's just going to dice it. No, I think it would bounce like a tennis ball. It depends on how tightly strung your your spam is, is. <laughs> your your emotional mm-hmm. state. Yeah. Um, can I share a? It's actually in Arkansas. Can I share a controversial opinion? Yeah. Hey, we can take it. Not the biggest fan of ham. In any context. I mean, like even spiced really, ham, really thinly sliced ham, like. Deli meat ham. Is good on a sandwich. What about honey But as baked? far as like ham steak or honey baked ham, like I'm not Nothing. a fan. Not, what about ham loaf? I don't even Ooh, know what that, that is. That does not sound good. Oh, I don't know. Oh, what you know what ham loaf is? No. Oh, okay. I think that's a Lancaster cat. I think that was a character in the Peanuts, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he hung out with Big Ben all the time. Yo, ham loaf is legit delicious. It's like covered in honey and shut. Shut. No, I don't think you said it. We yeah, still you said we don't need an explicit tag. Cool, cool. We're good. Shut the front door. Hey. Um, remember when people said that? Uh, they still do. Do people uh, say that? On Kimmy Schmidt. Shut the front door. Yeah, shut the front door. Uh, but what was I trying? I the only exception is like I will like a good breakfast ham, uh, like with ham and eggs. But even then, it has to be kind of like fried up. Like I, I don't want just like a slice of ham. You're what you're describing is Canadian bacon. Ham. Yeah, yeah do you I'm not, not like bacon? Of Canadian bacon. What about bacon? Uh, bacon's good, but it's also like, if I have to choose between bacon and beef, I'm gonna go with beef. What about bacon? Bacon's a what good about, like what about pork? accessory, but bacon isn't a meal. What about pork? Bacon will not be implicated in your crimes. It will not be an accessory. Pork before again. Or after the pork pen. not that great. Like I guess sausage, like pork sausage. Do you not like good. pigs? Yeah, I hate pigs. You know they're very intelligent. Yeah, that's what do you I hate. Hear. Intelli- <laughs> do you, you hate know it's great though? Scrapple. Yeah, they're the uh, they're the dogs oh, of the land. The the beverage made of pig juice. Yeah, the Scrapple doesn't actually have pork in it. It's uh, I think it's no, no. Is it pork? Scrapple's got a little bit of everything. Yeah, well, I mean, it's mostly oatmeal and meat. I don't know. What Boy, that is. sounds terrible. No, it's great. No, it's absolutely it's delicious. Cincinnati crumb rind staple. Well, yours. Well, is. your your Scrapple is something different because we have you Scrapple got a in here. What is it? And it was like, it was like a. Is it legitimately it like just a meatloaf. oatmeal and meat? No, yeah, scrapple uh, is traditionally a mush of pork scraps oh. and trimmings, any food combined with cornmeal and wheat flour, often buckwheat flour oh. and spices. The mush is formed into oh, a semi-solid congealed loaf. No, and slices of the scrapple are then pan-fried before serving. Hey, do you want some food? Yeah, I would love some food. Congealed okay, mush. Okay, it's gonna be congealed and mush. Hey, I'm just glad Those that, are the two words I'll describe it with. I'm just glad that Buckwheat found a career after the Little <laughs> No, what uh, Tyler... Just to keep him off the streets. <laughs> yeah. What Tyler is describing, I believe, is called Getta outside of Cincinnati. Get out of here. Uh, Get a life. No, 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 David Getta. 
Yeah, no, it's called it's spelled G O E T T A for all of you Wikipedia fans out there following along. Now you think of the author Goethe. Goethe, <laughs> you're f- thinking of Goethe's Yurta. Which I want to know of our podcast. How in the world did we spend like 15 minutes of a podcast talking about what kind of house Goethe? Oh, I don't know, but it's did, was that the one who came you up? Did, with yeah, of course. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, go listen to that one. But it's time to vote. Uh, I'm going to go for a Spam Slam. Because uh, genuinely, it's a pretty fun time. Uh, I'm going to go Ham Scam. Because I I love the idea of a, like a Bavarian trickster god just kind of sprinkling ham onto things and watching people flip out. How's that a scam? He's doing scams, you know? He's a trickster. That's a good point. Uh, and Jordan. Uh, I'm gonna go with Spam Slam because Tyler is trying to scam you into thinking that ham isn't good, so I'm anti Spam Scam. Yeah, I do know. Or Slam Spam Cam. Yeah, let's go Spam Cam. Spam Cam. (laughs) Now it's our segment uh, that you've all we've been workshopping uh, all summer. All summer, you've all been expecting. This is time for the Spam Cam. Let's cut this. This is actually like really cutting edge. Now put on your VR goggles. Uh, Yeah. That you no doubt have your already. Your HTC Vive. Uh, plug in the podcast to your VG, VR goggles. VG your VD goggles. goggles. Get ready for this virtual reality Put on spam cam VCR goggles. Go to www.spamcam.ninjas.slam.podcast.dr. I feel like this is not a good idea. Is this going to be a pornography site? Well, if it is, it's on Kevin's. I know. I said... Spamcam.ninjas.slam.scam.spamcam goes to Santa Paula Art Museum. Yeah. That How is that? That's not even an acronym. Santa Paula Art Museum. Spamcam? But spam is Santa Paula Art Museum. What about cam? Well, they have a camera. I guess. All right. Uh, so thank you so much for your question, uh, Miguel. Next time you have to choose between a spam slam or a ham scam, go ahead with that spam slam. Uh, our next question comes to us from Michael, the questioner, who wants to know, uh, punk rock Uncle Sam versus goth Santa. Go. Punk rock Uncle Sam versus goth Santa. I feel like... Which one is more likely to be a leather daddy? I feel like... <laughs> Uncle Sam. No, Uncle Sam. Santa. Yeah. Is yeah. goth... All about leather? No. I thought it's just, it's just, just all about black material. Like, no, usually no, cargo pants. No, no, no black materia. Oh, black materia, yeah. yeah. Meteor. Yeah. Um, I thought they were just all about, like, rings and chains. And, like, chains hanging from rings. Um, well, and Dave Navarro, I think. Dave Navarro? Yeah. Who's I that? Think he's World a big... champion celebrity poker <laughs> player, Dave Navarro. <laughs> You're thinking of Alex Navarro, video game guy. No, Dave Navarro was on Celebrity Poker Showdown, wasn't he? Uh, he was the basis for Alice in Chains, but right? But I feel like... I feel or, like, was it Alice in Chains? I'm not even sure. If you think about punk rock as not a genre of music, but a style of living... More of like an oeuvre. Yeah. I feel like Leather Daddy's fit punch into everyone punk rock. I oeuvre. I don't even know. What is an oeuvre? It's like, uh... Is it like just a fancier way to say genre? What do you think No, it's like their catalog. Their oeuvre is their collected work. The works of a painter, composer, author regarded collectively. Okay. Alright, what do you think Dave Navarro's oeuvre is? I still don't even know who this person is. Ah, Chain's Addiction. Chain's Addiction. And then, what? He was was associated with RHCP? Yeah, you know The Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. He is a former member. What was Jane addicted to, though? The love? No, no. Might as well say it. She's addicted to love. Uh, there's a band called Leather Daddy. No, I, I think she was addicted to credit card shopping. Like shopping with credit cards yeah. or shopping for shopping for credit cards? She's like, oh, I gotta get those gotta rewards. Get the best Ooh, rewards. Yes. Oh, Sam Jackson, give me that Capital One. Please step away from the computer, Jane. <laughs> You're tearing this family apart. So I need the best credit card. <laughs> here's my question. Is, do you, is there anything punk rock about Uncle Sam? Because I feel like Uncle Sam is the establishment. Well, is there anything gothic about Santa? Oh, there's everything gothic about That's true. Santa. The Krampus is... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Krampus is just goth Santa. Um, no, Nightmare Before Christmas. 
Santa was in that. Nightmare Before Christmas? Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Coming to a gay club near you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, every Christmas you say your prayers to the night bear. Uh-huh. <laughs> that he doesn't eat your family before the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of gothic Christmas if you Google it. Is there a lot of punk rock Sam? Uncle Sam? Well, I feel like San- Santa would be kind of a god. Would he he's go by, like, Russ? He only comes out once a year. He's like, he's he just wants to stay in his room and listen to my chemical romance. Get your own chemical romance. <laughs> That's my cover band. Get your own chemical romance. All right, what, so what exactly is punk rock? Punk rock is... The sex pistols. Sex pistols. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's a bunch of different styles. It's like, there's proto-punk, and there's pop-punk. Punk rock is more just, like, DIY rock. It's, like, kind of raw, as opposed to, like, hyper-produced electronics. Well, then Uncle Sam is all about that. He's always like, hey, don't give me that hyper-produced British parliamentary democracy. I want a homegrown uh, republic, you know? Give you me some of that so you're, sweet, you sweet feel rye like whiskey. Today, Uncle Sam's views would be pretty punk rock. Oh, yeah. Because he'd kind of look at Wall Street and be like, hey there, fat cats. How about you... How about you pay attention to Main Street? Yeah. Wall Street, you know? How about you go fight a war? Yeah. Ooh, or how about this? What if they had a war and nobody came? You know? Ooh, yeah. What is that? What is that? Would it be a war then? No. That's... Well... Is war like... Active until there's fighting. Like, was the Cold War an actual war? Yeah, because we said, like, let's have a war. No, that was, that was Teddy Roosevelt. Oh. Well, to be fair, the Korean War is still ongoing because they never signed us. Armistice. Yeah. Uh, the punk rock war. band Bad Religion has a Greatest Hits album with a uh, Uncle Santa. Sam on it. Oh, he's got... Is that a gun? I has? believe it's some type of four-barreled pistol. Oh, my goodness. Is it a sexual pistol? No. Well, you would think. Is it? Is the band name Sex Pistol or Sexual Pistol? Here's um, a Uncle is it, Sam that... It looks like he's in a Pope hat. Oh. America's under the control of JFK and his Catholic League. A Papal Sam. And he's, he's instead of... Papal Sam. Instead of pointing at you, he's holding a communion wafer. Ah, the host. I feel like that's not, like, anti-Catholic, though. That looks more just kind of like something you'd hang up in the church hobby. Uh, anyway. I think, I think Santa is all about... What do you think the most gothic gift Santa could give would be? Uh, depression. Yeah, I was gonna say disappointment. Yeah, or maybe like... <laughs> a yeah. cat. Divorce. I was gonna say <laughs> sing- broken family. Yeah. Single mother. Cigarettes. Um, eyeshadow. Leather daddy. Leather oh, daddy. okay. <laughs> that is... No, that's that's our next great Kickstarter. We're gonna make Ken dolls <laughs> wrapped in leather and call them leather daddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have to have made a leather daddy Kendall at some point, right? Leather. Well, I think I think the gothness of Santa will come out when children realize that possessions can't bring them happiness, and so Santa knows he's bringing all these objects that will never fulfill, and Ooh. he's like, you know, hey, good point. The fact of like getting kids' hopes up for this magical fat man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we all want. Yeah. Life. Hey, um, you know what would really no, make my like, year a little better? When do people turn goth? Like, right about, like, early teens. This is right around when they're finding out Santa doesn't exist. That's right. You, what if all goths are people, like, the people who just, like, clung to Santa the longest? And then when he was rudely pulled out of their, their grasp, they became gothic. Do you have a bugler in your building, Kevin? <laughs> no, that was, that was another cruise liner. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. This is the cruise liner for this, the trumpeter cruise liner. Yeah. No, there's a guy that plays trumpet. He's doing that. Yeah, I've seen that got Santa. Let me All see right. That. <laughs> yeah, got I've Santa. seen that got Santa. Hey, he's pretty cool. He's pretty PC. Pretty yeah. Cool. Uh, punk rock. Is that a vote? Uncle Sam. Santa God. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, Kevin is going for punk rock Samuel. I wish we could put blingies as our episode pictures. Oh, man, I do too. I'm going uh, with Punk Rock Uncle Sam because uh, he wants he wants us to kick up the volume, kick up the noise, and that's why politics 
is such a disgusting bloodbath of uh, just shouting. And you love it. Yes. <laughs> and love I, it. I love it, and Uncle Sam loves it. He yeah, said, this is Monday. what I want. First event on Monday. Yeah. You guys going to watch it? Do you guys have the channel? Is we do, on? yeah. Well, actually, I don't know if we do. What channel is it on? Uh, the, the politics channel. Yeah, you want to come over? Yeah, I'll come up and watch. Uh, Blingy's pretty great. Jordan, what are you voting for? Punk Rock Uncle Sam or Goth Santa? Uh, you know, I was leaning towards Punk Rock Uncle Sam, but this election is clear evidence that America has failed, so I'm going to go with Gothic Santa. Only Gothic Santa can save us at this point. Wasn't there, like, a movie, like a horror movie about Santa... Like Santa was the devil. I don't, Santa I don't Slay. Look at that yeah, was that was there Goldberg some? was the star. <laughs> Wait, from the the plot was that uh, when Jesus was born, uh, Santa was some type of demon that Jesus conquered, and as penance, as a baby, yes, baby Jesus uh, conquered uh, Goldberg Conquer's the wrestler demon and forced him for two thousand years. To do his bidding, giving presents to children. And at the end of that 2,000 years, he was free. And it was time to conquer Earth. Um, no, he uh, was allowed to be his regular demon self again. Because I guess Jesus was like, eh, 2,000 years is good. Yeah, that's weird. What? Um, and, uh... <laughs> Jesus is all about timelines. Basically, Santa Slay was just like Goldberg going around uh, killing people as Santa Claus. Is this Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks? I was no. This yeah. is Goldberg the wrestler, the the not as good uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh yeah, he was Stone Sober Steve Austin. It seemed like him. Uh, so thank you so much for your question, Michael. Next time you have to choose between punk rock Uncle Sam or Goth Santa. Oh, I haven't voted yet. Um, go with Goth Santa. Go with Goth Santa, because, you know, leather daddies. Uh, so the, thank you for your question. And our final question comes to us from Grand Inquisitor Mike, who wants to know uh, whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, or to take up arms against the Sea of Troubles, and by opposing Emnum. Go. Uh, so, say the first whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, so basically... Whether it's nobler to just grin and bear it and be like, okay, you know, bad stuff's going to happen to me. Like, I am not going to retaliate. I'm just going to keep doing my thing and let, you know, you know, other people take care of themselves. Or to take arms against the sea of troubles and by opposing end them. And so is it more noble to kind of like, okay, just sit and take it? Uh, or is it more noble to go out of your way? To, you know, oppose uh, the people who are giving you garbage and, you am know, I hopefully bring it to an end. Am I stuck having a ghost dad either way? Yeah. Uh, Bill Cosby, specifically. <laughs> uh, who I think is legally blind? Hmm? I think he's legally blind. Yeah, that, was, one that the, was his punishment. Well, <laughs> that was one of the weird... Yeah, God <laughs> took away his sight. I was going to say, he shouldn't be driving anyway, so... Yeah. Um, be. I wouldn't let him on my golf course. I wouldn't let him on uh, my bar. <laughs> so, I, like, I don't know. I feel like revenge narratives is very rarely, like, it's all well and good for movies, but I don't know if I've ever heard, like, a real-life story of revenge that actually helps someone. Well, there was a time that I murdered my elementary school principal. Oh, I thought you were going to say um, Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Do you remember that you time? You did that? Yeah, that was me. I loved hey, you Kevin was on SEAL Team 6. I loved you in that movie. No, my my real legal name is SEAL Team 6. It was just me that did it. Yeah, it's actually SEAL Team 6. <laughs> I, I'm you had the to change it as he got older. Seal. Yeah, it's SEAL Adult 6. Um, and that's something very different. Uh, but, like, I, Guys, I don't know. Guys, how, how, how outrageous is Fortune, the magazine? <laughs> I don't know. There are 500 of them, though. Um, Issues, and then they stop. Yeah, then they stop. Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't think they've hit it yet. No, they're waiting. But they will. I think, I think the key to the second one, by opposing and them, 
Well, I think think the key to that one is you also die in the process. No, no, it's not Yeah, because you poison a sword, and then you accidentally touch it. No, it's talking about opposable thumbs. Oh, that's right. By opposing, using your thumbs. Well, no, that was the final thing that, like, led to our evolution from primates. Video games. Yeah, video games. Yeah. We did a a Christ Dare to Ham scam. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And they were like, oh my gosh. We'll never be the same. Everything's different. Let's start a human race. Uh Ah, I have creative thought now. See, Um, the other problem with opposing and ending them and dying and all that is that you're going to have to watch the Robin Williams film, What Dreams May Come. You also have to take up arms. Bare yeah. arms? To, to use your opposable thumbs, you have to take up your arms. No, 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 no. This is the Second Amendment. They're guns. They're talking about oh, guns. Oh, okay. okay. William, well, William Shakespeare gotta... was a huge Second Amendment. Yeah, arms? but you have to use your thumb to pull the trigger of a gun. To cite last Isn't that how guns work? <laughs> to cite last night's D&D session, Jordan picked up an arm and wore it as zombie camouflage. It did. So, you know, it could mean any number of things. Right to zombie arms. So, okay. To bear arms against the sea of troubles. So, let me take pivot arms. from that to for take a arms. second. To take arms. Uh, okay. So you're shooting the ocean. The first part, though, whether it is nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. To so just so, get hit in the face. Like turning the other cheek types, type stuff. But you're so also, also going to suffer a thousand natural shocks. I feel like... All of us, having come from Grove City, we have seen plenty of people who, like, you know, have turned the cheek their entire life. And that's fine in some situations, but I also know plenty of people who have gotten, like, steamrolled because they're unwilling to engage in conflict. Like, they don't stick up for themselves. And they are like, not, they're they're not ready for the summer to, sale or winter sale. They get steamrolled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Memorial Day. Um, it rolls around on all these deals... The thing I is, have like 50 I games think, I haven't think you played gotta, You gotta get within that first week, you know, so you get the introductory discount. I, I think the bigger problem, though, is why are people being around... What? I think around? the bigger problem is why are people... Like, they keep telling me to watch this show, and I don't have the time. <laughs> I, I think, like, why are people being allowed to ride around on steamrollers and crush people into, into death? Like, we should not have so many steamrollers out on the streets. Yeah, I know, just here... <laughs> Like, it was fine when it just slings and arrows, but right. now people are actively saying, like, hey, I can run you over with this steamroller, right. right? You're not allowed to say no. Uh-huh. Because you, you, you said Because it's nobler in the mind. Right. So, if you're, are we only taking your arms against the Sea of Troubles? What about yeah. the Land Troubles? No. It's, so, it's mm, just fish. No. It's, it's just fish-based troubles. Well, here's the thing. Do you have to fight the Kraken? Here's the thing. Jordan, if they release it, as yeah. a theater professional and scholar, the right. theater. So, yeah, you, you did mispronounce that. It's R E theater. No, um, theater. Uh, theater. Which um, for our uninformed listeners, this is from Hamlet. Uh, but and, and is this a would, Hamlet scam? This is a Hamlet scam. <laughs> this is a ham scam. Really, if you think about it, the whole, like, the ghost was a Hamlet scam. Unless... Because he wasn't real? No, the ghost was actually, like, that was just the original Spam Slam. It was just, like, that was the equivalent of, you know, getting unwanted mail in his inbox. Um, hey, oh, yeah, ghosts would come and talk yeah, to you about crap. exactly. It's like, yeah, I have no proof that you're Hey, right. you go avenge my death. Oh, another one of these did Hamlet? Did Hamlet even get along with his dad that much? Uh, it's not sure. I mean, there's some people who've, like, wrote in papers about, like, what if the ghost was just a ghost posing as his dad Ooh. and knew that everything would, like, go wrong? Or what if Hamlet was I actually... I like the idea of the mischievous ghost. Not that it was, like, somebody faking being a ghost, but it's just a ghost. It's just like a ghost. I got it's nothing just, better to it's do. It's just Slimer. <laughs> Doesn't even look like his dad. He's eating a hot dog. So what you're saying is the entirety of Hamlet could have been prevented if the Ghostbusters had been around. Well, exactly. the Hamlet is the precursor to Ghostbusters. Oh, true. Like, they see how bad it worked out, and they're like, we see, somebody to bust what us. you don't realize, Hamlet from uh, Denmark, last name, Venkman. Yeah, Hamlet Bankman. Um, the other big theory is that uh, Hamlet's just legitimately insane and there is no ghost. Oh, yeah. that's. Yeah. I thought that was what it actually was. Uh, it's a lot of people also just make arguments like, ah, I just think he's mad. He's got a ghost. Wait. 
Is this a Matrix, there is no spoon type situation? Yeah. The, the, the he was in the Matrix? Red pill. Now he knows Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And Ophelia died in the Matrix. Let so. me break down the Ooh, second half for you. Take up arms against a sea of cr- troubles and by opposing end them. The end them means murder. And as we all know, you can only get away with that in international waters. Uh, so what you're, you're, saying you're is, on the sea of trouble. Yeah, you're take, of trouble. You take the people you have problems okay. with and you put them on a boat. Uh-huh, and then you murder them. Yeah, that's what The Tempest was about. It's like this old dude in an island is like, finally, this guy I had a grudge with is on a boat. I'm going to make a crash with magic and then have his friend marry my daughter, I guess. But suffering the slings and arrows, yeah. I think in this day and age... Nobody knows how to shoot an arrow. Nobody knows how to sling a sling. Nobody so you, likes the TV show Arrow on WB. So you're probably going to be fine. That's true. You're like, I heard last season was rough. You're like... <laughs> he turned into a dog. <laughs> listen, all right, everybody, come at me, bro, with your slings and arrows. And everybody's real bad at it, so they miss you. And then you're like, good, well, let's do this same time next week. Is your um antenna thing a sling? Isn't that what they're called? Is that a sling? No, box? Have a sling it, box? No, it's it's a it's an off-brand cheap Roku. Kevin, do you um, have a Roku? We have a raccoon. Kevin, I've been meaning to ask you this. You're a year into your marriage now. Are you and Jen slingers? <laughs> yeah, we have, have a been, sling. Have you been slinging on the weekends? Oh yeah, they're all the shows. I at, I was wondering why you wanted me to put my keys uh, in that that tur- turtle bowl. Have. Have we talked on the podcast about how I uh, did, like, a job shadowing experience uh, in college? I don't think we've talked in person about about this. this. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. Really? So, at the Grove City Career Fair, there was this, like, shady company. I can't even remember their name. Make Umbrellas? Swingers Inc. No, but they, like, it was unclear what they did. But they were like, hey, if you want to do, like, a job shadowing, we have a thing. Um, (laughs) Sounds great. Yeah, so I was like, all right, I'll do this. And Budding then, young Kevin was like, okay. <laughs> and then uh, it turned out that, you you know, remember those coupon books? It was like a bunch of local businesses would like put a sure. bunch of coupons in a book. Coupons. So, coupons, yeah. Yeah, it turns out that turns this out. company just went door to door and sold these freaking things. Uh, so I was shadowing this guy who was doing this. and uh, Did he, he ask was, you to help? Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. He was like, yeah, you're going to be doing this. Was he a Colossus? Uh, but he told me his ultimate goal, this ultimate was just a frisbee. stepping stone, this job, to eventually opening up his own swingers hotel. I think you have told me about that. I don't yes. think I've heard this. Yeah. He was like, you know what? Because swingers and are willing then, to shell out a lot of money as long as you create a safe space for and them. And then you lock them in their rooms and it's Escape the Room Valentine's Day edition. <laughs> and if they fail, you blackmail them, you send it to their... Oh, wait, no. If it's swingers, their wife's in on it. We're to vote. Yeah. But this, seriously, swinger parties, they make you bring your marriage certificate. Um, is that right? No. So What if you just brought a date they're like... Hey, are you into, like, orgies? Let's just get fake rings and go to a swingers party. It's not necessarily an orgy. Like, you go into separate rooms. I mean, it's a party where lots of people have sex. Yeah, but it's not like... I mean, they're not having it together. Are we going to, like, argue the definition of what an orgy is? No, I think we need to vote on this. We have to meet Chris in 15 minutes. Yeah, also... The Vince Vaughn movie Swingers is very That's dirty. who it is. Very dirty. I've been trying to think of his name for the last week. Yeah. Why? Because you've been thinking about Swingers No, because I know someone who's working on a movie that he's doing. And I like I had his picture in my head as like that Wedding Crashers guy. Yeah. yeah. Molly is telling us it's time to be done. Yep. Uh, and Molly, I think Jen is also... Molly is definitely a swinger. Yeah. Yeah. And Molly's, yeah, she's... She doesn't care. She'll take anybody. Jen, do you have any parting words? Any words of wisdom? Party words? Jen, do you have any party words? How's she's, no. she's She is shaking her head. She's very, striding away. Very dismissive. What Jen isn't saying is that she really missed the podcast she <laughs> over the summer. Definitely did. All right, let's vote. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, taking up arms against the Sea of Troubles. Because, you know, Action Johnson. Kevin? I'm going um, suffering the swingers and arrows. All right, yeah. Because they're pretty insufferable, though. Yeah. (laughs)
Jordan? Aye, there's the rub. Oh, it's dry, dry or wet? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to go with the option that leaves me alive. So I think that's uh, suffering arrows. slings and arrows. Yeah, swings and arrows. So thank you so much, Grand Inquisitor, uh, for your question. And next time you have to choose, go ahead with suffering slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. You're going to be glad you did. You're going to be nobler in the mind, too. Uh, so thank you all for joining us. Thank you for uh, subscribing to the podcast. Um, just leave it in your feed. You yeah. know, you might have a little, a little, little present, a little present, a little, a little gift. Also, tell a friend that we do this once every three months. Yeah, tell a friend that if you like really, Jordan was just talking about how when podcasts release too many episodes and you get behind, it stresses him out and I he know. stops listening to them. So we took that to heart, uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, and yeah, Hart? thank you to, uh... And hey, regular listeners, uh, if you just saw, hey, they have a new More episode. Are regular listeners. I don't know, but, because uh, we don't regularly put out podcasts no, anymore. Yeah. No, listeners but, that take fiber. Yeah. Uh, make sure listeners. you tell all your friends that were like, yeah, I also like that podcast, that they, they just put out a new episode after three months. No. Uh, thank you to Sparrows and Crows. For letting us use their song Ultraviolet Bliss for our outro. Thank you to Animal Tropical for letting us use 20 Miles as our intro. That is, once again, not us singing that. Also, it is a band that might not exist anymore. Shameless plug, I still have that blog going. Oh, yeah, Kevin's blog. Um, Kevin Can Wait. Yep, it's Uh, www. Kevin Can Wait. Kevin Can Wait uh, to find Kevin's blog. What's that? Oh, good point. Um, yeah, it's www.pigmanlian.wordpress.com. Check uh, it out. I also released a new book um, with my publishing company, The Mystery of the Seventeen Pilotfish. It's very good. It's by Mike Klein. Uh, I need to buy out. a copy of that for Yeah, me. it's great. I, it's, I really like it. And then we have another one coming out next month. Uh, no, not next month, in November. Uh, by Dalton Day. It's called Exit Pursued. That's Dalton Wilcox? Dalton Wilcox. It's called You Should Buy At Least As Much Jewelry <laughs> For Your Wife As You Buy Your Horse. <laughs> oh. And Observations Witty and Otherwise. I don't know. That was close. That uh, was close. But, yeah, it's Sorry, good. Dalton, Dalton Dave. Dalton Dave of uh, Wendy's. Uh, and yeah, one of the Night Vale guys blurbed it. Uh, oh, cool. So if they like it, you probably would too if you like podcasts. Yeah, uh, check that out at uh, playsinverse.com. That's what your website that's is. That's right. And Jordan, uh, check out his Tumblr where he uh, reacts where? to every episode of Lost. I'm five um, episodes in, haven't put out a, uh, uh, haven't, haven't done anything since 2012. But hey, but, I'm just saying, if, you, if this podcast teaches you anything, it's worth just kind of sitting on it. I had a great name for the, the Tumblr. It's called In Search of Lost Time. Yeah. After the Marcel Proust. Problem is, he found that time. Um, it's I, not found, <laughs> I found that time uh, and decided to use that time not to watch the show Lost. Yeah, exactly. So, but I still, you know, I have a lot of faith. Go subscribe to that. Um, ask him some questions. Ask, use the question function. Ask him some hot questions about how he's feeling about Lost lately. Uh, so, those are all of our plugs. Uh, our final question. See, it's actually a meta commentary. Like, the idea is they were like, why didn't you get to episode six? It's because I visited the island. Yeah, he figured it out. Uh, so, our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme. Ninjas versus Kevin James. Go. Uh, Kevin James, because he can wait. He has infinite patience. Uh, ninjas, because Kevin James is not a very athletic person. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and say Kevin James, because ninjas have not yet mastered the, uh, technology of the cop segue. Uh, so, thank you so much. Uh, that's mall security segue. Oh, that's right. It's not an actual cop. Well, small cop segue. Yeah, I really hope this bugler makes it onto this podcast. Oh, you're going to pump up the jams. <laughs> you're going to hear horns. You're going to hear AC. You're going to hear boogles. Buglecast. You're going to hear Molly. Molly. Uh, Molly. Uh, she's eating that food. Shout out, shout out to John Oliver's podcast, The Bugle. It's, shout that, out to John Oliver. don't do that anymore. Because yeah, he's got a real TV. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's on HBO. I like Last Week Tonight. You can watch that on YouTube. That's a free plug for you, John Oliver. Yeah. Uh, yeah, John Oliver, why don't you plug our stuff more? Yeah. You jerk. Um, as ever, he's British. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. I'm Kevin. I'm Kevin can't wait. And, I can, and, but I won't. Till next time. We'll see you in December. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, see well, you in December. On.
Yeah, this raid. I was hoping the boogler. Was actually, just... January. 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 Oh, we'll do February. Well, Get ready for pump up the January. Pump up the January. Pump it up. Where Let's go to the best game. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Send us a message. Let us know if you want a new episode in December or January. Uh, we could force Emily to record one. Some that would now. still oh, be really fun. Down. Let's do that. Yeah, All right. We Maybe we'll do that. Bye. Bye. We'll get Dan to do it. Tired from all the fun and games We'll hit the ground Let the grass scratch up our legs And we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss Which one is more likely to be a leather daddy?